0: In one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay. Thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, it doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Preston's Super Show, Preston's Super Show. We got a great MLB edition of the show today, September the 9th, 2020. We're going to get right into it. Right now, Milwaukee's playing Detroit. That's in the top of the six. Milwaukee's up seven to nothing. No outs and a man on second base. We're going to go to the first game after that. Starts at 510 p.m. Central Time, Kansas City versus Cleveland. 15 28 Kansas City Royals versus 26 16 Cleveland Indians. Kansas City sends Daniel Duffy to the mound. And this is an interesting matchup. He's 2 3 on the year. And it looks like the Indians will be sending Carrasco to the mound. He's 2 3 on the year. When you look at both these teams, they stack up quite differently. On the stat line at this point in the year, Kansas City, a uh, little bit better batting average. Cleveland has a better on-base percentage. Uh, both teams like to steal bases. Runs per game, Cleveland's ahead of Kansas City. Um, it's a, It's going to be a good game. Where you really want to be looking here is the pitching and the earned runs and who's giving up a little bit more here to try to uh, wager where you, you know, exactly where you want to be on on this game. You got to really take into account the fact that Cleveland is number one in ERA, earned run average, and they only give up, uh, they're giving up less than three runs a game. Where Kansas City gives up close to five, they're 17th in the league. With hitters in scoring position, Cleveland is 1st, and Kansas City is 25th. So, I would definitely uh, be a lot higher today on Cleveland. They have the money line locked in at uh, minus 202. The over-under is 8. Um, and then the run line for Kansas City's plus 1.5, minus 120. For Cleveland, it's minus 1.5, plus 100 odds. Um, Kansas City plus 185 on the money line. The over is plus 100, and the under is minus 120. I think the safe bet, Cleveland money line, even uh, five run line, five inning run line, I think that's safe too. In this one, I think that Cleveland pretty much handles this team. Um, I, I don't know. The Royals, very streaky team, very spotty hitting team and their pitching's not really doing them any favors uh at this point in the season so they really need a big big boost from their pitching um however against Cleveland in kind of you know division game uh you know it's, it might be closer than a lot of us are thinking but I still say you want to roll with Cleveland in this one even though they lost yesterday you still want to be on that side of things when it comes down to this game. I just like Cleveland's hitting a lot better. They have some players that stand out just a little bit more um with Francisco Lindor and ultimately I don't know what Kansas City maybe they've done well for you lately but I just I'm not seeing it. Next game, a little bit funner of a game here. We got Yankees, Blue Jays. Garcia going to the mound for the Yankees. Tanner Rourke going to the mound for the Blue Jays. He's 2-1 on the year. Garcia's 0-1 on the year. And then the Yankees are 21-21. They're they're a 500 team. They should be a lot better than 500. And the Blue Jays are 24-18, doing better and surpassing. Uh, What anybody thought they would do this year, uh, from all the experts that I've heard talking on TV, on the radio. The Yankees are minus 130 favored on the money line. Toronto's plus 120. The Overs, 10, minus 105. The Unders, 10, minus 115. The Run Line, Yankees, minus 1.5, plus 115. Toronto on the Run Line, plus 1.5, minus 135 odds. I think the best bet in this game is Toronto Moneyline, plus 120. And these teams differ when it comes to runs per game. Toronto's at a flat five, eighth in the league compared to uh, the Yankees, which are 4.64, 18th in the league, home runs, neck and neck, fifth and eighth place, Toronto leading that race. And uh, batting average, Toronto's quite. A bit better than the Yankees at uh, uh just batting just straight up batting average uh, ranking tenth in the MLB, where the Yankees ranked twenty first. On base percentage, Yankees are good; they're twelfth, but Toronto's right there at fourteenth place. Uh, earn run average, Toronto's eighth, the Yankees are fourteenth. Their bullpen struggling recently. The Yankees bulls, the bullpen is struggling recently, uh, with hitters in position. The Yankees are ranked tenth, and Toronto's ranked seventeenth. So, yeah, there's there's a possibility for the over, although I don't think it gets that high. I think Rourke does a good job today. Look for him to get uh, quite a few strikeouts. And I mean, it's just so weird for Toronto having to play home games in Buffalo, but they're winning. This is somehow working for them. So I, I would keep rolling with Toronto. I wouldn't worry too much about the Yankees right now. They just don't. Something doesn't look right with this Yankees team. There's something with a restart with everything going on. They just don't look right. They just don't look right. I like Toronto on the money line straight up. Ride the whole game out. Who cares? I mean, they're going to they're going to finish that off tonight. Mets versus Orioles is the next game, six ten p.m. start. Um, We'll get to the White Sox. That comes on at 6 5 against Pittsburgh. They're looking for a little revenge against Pittsburgh tonight. We'll get to that. You know, I saved the best for last. Orioles, 20-21 and 21 on the season, which is not bad for what everybody was saying about this team. There's are Lopez to the mound. He's got one win, no losses this year. The Mets... I have Red Sox old pitcher Porcello going to the mound. He's 1-4 on the year. The Mets are 19-24. So they are doing their best, but they're still not even a 500 team. Neither is Baltimore. Baltimore a lot closer to getting to 500 if they can win this game. Runs per game. Baltimore leading this race. Near, nearly five runs per game. 10th place. Mets are real close. 14th place. Home runs. It's dead even they're tied for home runs batting average. The Mets are uh, in first place opposed to the Orioles in six. So not much of a difference there when it comes to batting average on base percentage. Uh, the Mets are first in the MLB. And they might be tied for first with somebody, but they are first here. and The B- Orioles are 14th slugging wise. Both these teams are great at slugging the ball. Uh, 8th place, Orioles slugging it. Mets are 5th place slugging it. Not a lot of stolen bases. I don't think you're going to see many of that. Not too much of that. The Mets have a lot of heavier guys. And uh, the Orioles are are not the most athletic team. Earned run average. Uh, it's about four a piece. Although the Mets are ranked behind uh, the Orioles here. With hitters in position. Uh, scoring position, Baltimore. Beats out the Mets there. Ranking 10th opposed to the Mets at 20th. It's A lot of interesting spots for this game. But I could just tell you off the top of my head. Looking at who's pitching. uh, Looking at current form batting. Over 9.5 is where I would like to be in this game. Plus 102. In my mind, that's solid. This goes over that. The under is minus 122. 9.5. I don't like that. I don't care for that at all. Mets are the favorite, minus 183. It's a pretty heavy favorite against the Orioles, plus 168. That, uh, in my mind, are going to score quite a few runs tonight against Porcello, who is an average uh, pitcher. Orioles, plus 1.5, minus 125. And the Mets are minus 1.5, plus 105. So the, the money for me is on the over, plus 102. You're getting good odds. Um... The books, for some reason, don't think this is going to go over, even though Porcello's not having a great season. Um, Lopez is, only, is not... We haven't seen a ton from him, so I'm not very confident in going under here. I think you know what these pitchers are going to bring. You know what Porcello's going to bring. But with Lopez, you haven't seen enough. The Mets, they can really jack home runs out of the park like nobody's business. And... Like I said, they're first in batting average and first in on-base percentage. So I like the over nine and a half. In my mind, that's safe money, but there's really nothing safe when it comes to gambling. So that's what I like for that game. You know, I like this Mets team. I watch this Mets team play from time to time. Um, Just kind of, you know, they're a little bit of their bigger games, um, even though this is a big game for them. And they impress me. They do things that impress me. Pitching-wise, getting out of certain positions, getting out of certain spots, and, you know, maybe they have opportunities to uh, to do that tonight. But I like the over because I think that as far as starting pitchers go, they're going to give it up tonight. Next game, 6-10 p.m., Miami Marlins, a very hot team. Everybody should be uh, paying attention to the Miami Marlins. versus the Atlanta Braves. Talked about these two teams before. I like both teams. Um, I like where both teams are at currently. This is going to be a very, very good game. This is my p- game of the day. My game of the day right here: Miami Marlins versus the Atlanta Braves. You got Lopez on the mound for the Marlins, three and three on the year. Malone on the mound for the Braves, he's one and four on the year. Miami Marlins are a nineteen and eighteen team. They're above five hundred. They have a lot of games still to make up. And then the Braves are twenty four and eighteen little bit fresher, but they're they're not doing great; they're just doing good, they're just batting really well, they're just finding the pitcher's weaknesses and just taking complete advantage of it and It's been a great sight to see runs per game Atlanta's third with five over five, which is pretty incredible and uh. 23rd is Miami. But again, they have games to make up. So you, t- you got to take that with a grain of salt with some of these teams that have so many games to make up. Batting average, Atlanta 8th, Miami 20th on base percentage, Atlanta's 4th with point three three seven, and Miami's 22nd with .315. See how those a few numbers make that big of a difference in the ranking? Slugging percentage, Atlanta's Really blowing Miami out of the water here. Stolen bases. Miami um, doing really well. Fourth. Opposed to Atlanta. Who's uh, 24th in the league. Earn run average. This is like neck and neck. It's really, really close. Miami, Miami gives up about four runs a game. Atlanta gives up about four runs a game. Almost five. <clears throat> so I think there's great value on the over. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. With hitters in scoring position. Miami's ranked seventeenth. Atlanta's fifteenth in the MLB. I give up a little bit over a little almost two. Getting getting close. So when I look at this game and I'm seeing the line movement and I'm just seeing kind of where the sharps are today. I see a lot of people like the over eight and a half minus one twenty odds. Really nice. It's a friendly, uh, friendly wager. The under eight and a half plus one hundred. Um uh, Miami plus 125 on the money line. Atlanta minus 135 on the money line. Miami's plus one and a half, minus one sixty-five odds on the run line. Atlanta's minus one and a half plus one forty-five on the run line. I found a little bit better spot in this game. Let me tell you my mentality going into this. Atlanta um has not done very well against Lopez. Um, they, a lot of, the, a lot of batters have seen Lopez before they haven't done particularly well against him. So I look at who's the better pitcher in this contest first. And I say Lopez is the right hander. Um, he's got a fastball changeup combination. It's very effective. Batters are hitting 0.236 versus changeup and 0.237 off his fastball. Lopez is 1-3 with a 3.44 ERA and 6 career starts versus the Braves. And you can find all that on MLB.com on their preview for this game. But where the kind of the betting uh, power comes into play here is when you kind of are going through this game looking at this Malone left-handed pitcher kind of throws soft and... He has not completed five innings in either of his two starts. He's made since being acquired from the Orioles. This is the first time he's going to be going up against the Marlins since 28. So he's not, I don't see him having his best stuff. He's got a 5.30 ERA. I'm not seeing him having his best stuff. I think a sweet spot for this game that I'm going to give you, and I'm also going to put it up on Twitter later uh, when I hand out, you know, kind of my best bets uh, for MLB. The best bet for this game, you're going to go on DraftKings Sportsbook is what I'm using. Go to the Miami Marlins run line, all right? And total runs by Miami Marlins against this Atlanta Braves team. Over three and a half. So they only need four. They need four runs. They're going to get four runs against this pitcher. And if not against this pitcher, they're going to do it against this bullpen. And it's minus 141 odds to get. Over three and a half runs, so they need the Marlins need four runs. They'll do that today. Um, I see a lot of sharps hammering. They have their hammers out and they're hammering the over eight and a half. That's fine too. I don't have a problem with that bet, but I am taking a different route. Like I said, I I get a little creative. I, I'm not just gonna look at the over under and just accept that. Sometimes I have to get in there and really dig and find out where I want to be on that game. And that's the action I have for that game. So I'm really looking forward to that uh, matchup tonight. And it kind of blends in with my White Sox. So it's going to be hard to go back and forth. The Angels and the Rangers are the next game, 7.05 p.m. Central Time start. Angels are a team that's trying to get their footing They're 17 to 26, man. I mean, they're far from 500, but they're playing a Rangers team that's even farther from 500. That's just looked awful. 14 to 27. They got uh, Cody on the mound. He's not that good. Uh, Terran, Terra Terran on the mound for the Angels. I like him. He's not having a good year, though. But I I like the guy. He's just not really having a good year. He's struggling. Um, the whole team is struggling when I look at this Angels team. I'm I'm not impressed. Um Angels are minus one ten on the money line. Over under is nine and a half. I feel like that's too high. I would watch that live if I was interested. If I was a fan, I'd be watching that live to bet on. Over nine and a half minus one twelve odds. Under nine and a half minus one oh eight odds. I I don't like it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um I think you have to go under here. Even though Tarant's not having a good year. Um he's he's really a guy I don't want to fade. Um He gave up two runs over five innings to the Padres in his last start. So when I hear that, that's not bad. The Padres are one of the are probably one of the hottest hitting teams if not the hottest hitting team in MLB besides the White Sox and I mean, I I don't know. I I don't want to I don't want to fade him against a Rangers lineup that they don't even have their best guy in there. I don't like it. I think minus 110 Angels. Yeah, but I don't think they score a lot against uh right-handed pitcher Cody Kyle Cody. Texas plus 100 on the money line. I don't like that. Minus one and a half, plus one thirty five Angels on the run line. On the run line, uh the Rangers are plus one and a half, minus one fifty-five odds. None of that is juicy or tasteful. As a matter of fact, it's very distasteful. I have no interest in that. But I usually don't have much interest in run lines. I think the better the better bets for me are money line, over, team overs, pitcher strikeouts. That's things I'm I'm more interested in for baseball if I have to give you something for this game, which I'm going to, um, I say you you got to get crafty. You got to be smarter than the book um, in a lot of these cases. And look, I understand there's a lot of different places to go. You might be a fan of one of these teams, um, which always be careful about betting on teams you're a fan of, because uh, they might let you down and might not be a fan for much longer. Depends how how much allegiance you have with that team. Uh, I come in here, I'm looking at a DraftKings sportsbook right now. I'm looking for pitcher strikeouts. Let me tell you why. Because I think uh, today, I think Terran probably has a strikeout set pretty low. Over three and a half Plus 112 odds right here. They don't even have Cody's listed, but you don't need it. Because the one I was looking for was Terran. So, Terran steps on the mound. He's he's looking a little bit sharper. Like I said, he only gave up two runs to the Padres. Doesn't mean he didn't get any strikeouts. It just, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? He's He had COVID-19. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's feeling healthy. That's very positive news. Um, I think the team... Enjoys that positive news. Definitely, management does. So I think there's a good vibe with him out there on the mound today. I think over three and a half plus one twelve. Beautiful. That is my pick for you. Strikeouts by pitcher Julio Tehran over three and a half strikeouts plus one twelve. I watch this guy's game for a long time, and he's really good, and I like him. But you know, and I'm a people person. I like people more than I like teams. So. I'm giving you this player prop because I know it's going to cash for you and you're going to make a lot of money and you're going to go out and dance and you're going to have a lot of fun. And that's what it's about. Next game, we got the Rockies versus the Padres. This, is a, this should be a big slogging game. This should be a big hitting game. You got two hot hitting teams. You got two teams that can put a lot of runs on the board. The issue is going to be Davies on the mound for the Padres. And the other issue is going to be Sentazela on the mound for the Rockies. Two of these teams better pitchers. And that where that's where it becomes difficult. Davies has a 2.23 ERA, 42 Ks on the year. Senzatella is a 3.33 ERA. And he has 31 strikeouts on the year. He pitches well against tough lineups. Davies pitches well against tough lineups. I think today... um, you see a lot of that until late in the game when this game really picks up. I think these guys hold their own until later in the game. Now again, that's just a prediction, but that's kind of what I'm forecasting for you. The overs nine at minus one hundred five and the under's nine at minus one fifteen. I would be on the under. It's favorited and you don't want to go against the book too much on those. I like the under there. Money line, Colorado plus one fifty seven. San Diego minus 171 is the heavy favorite. It's a pretty heavy favorite, honestly. Um, there's really not a lot of value there. Plus 1.5, minus 125 for Colorado on the run line. The Padres are minus 1.5, plus 105 on the run line. A lot of interesting spots, a lot of fun spots. My best bet is under 9, minus 115. Yes, I think there could be seven runs scored in this game, but it's going to come later in this game When by the time that uh, tallies up. These two pitchers are going to hold their own. Runs per game, San Diego tied for first, 5.75. Colorado 12th, home run, San Diego second. That's worth noting if you're looking to bet on home run hitters. Uh, There's plenty of of odds for that out there. You can go digging for that. Batting average, uh, .265 for San Diego, Colorado .260. So not much difference there. They're ninth and fifth place. Colorado a little bit behind San Diego there. On-base percentage, San Diego, really good, .342, .321 for Colorado. Slugging percentage, San Diego first place, opposed to Colorado, 15th place. Stolen bases, you'll see a lot of it when guys do get on base. Uh, fifth place for Colorado at 29, but second place for San Diego with 40 stolen bases this year. That's a big deal. Earned run average, uh, Colorado's really bad. Uh, once it gets to that bullpen, like I said, it's it's pretty ugly. And uh, San Diego, they're okay. I wouldn't say they're great, but I'd say they're they're definitely better than the Rockies. So I, that's why I don't mess with the money line with these two when these two teams play with hitters in scoring position. Uh, San Diego ranks fifth opposed to Colorado, who's 25th. So obviously, the picture I I get is that when guys get on base for the Padres, there's a good chance those guys are coming home to score. When guys get on base for the Rockies, you never know what's going to happen. Um, that can go one or two ways really fast. Best bet for that game, under nine. Under nine is the best bet for that game. Don't forget it. Don't mess around with it. Don't think you're smarter than the book. Minus 115, it's favored. I'm telling you, play it safe today. Next game, Cincinnati Reds versus Chicago Cubs. This is an interesting matchup. I won't be surprised if the Cubs lose this, even with Darvish on the mound. But Darvish has been great. The best pitcher in MLB right now. And there's, there's no disputing that. I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. He's the best right now. And uh, Bauer on the mound for the Reds. He's not bad. Uh, not bad. Um, the Cubs. Something with this Cubs team. It's like they're, for a few games, they're just awesome. And then they just put up a dud and they're just ugly. So I don't know what this is going to look like. But I know Darvish is going to handle the zone. So the runs are going to come later in this game. Unless the Cubs get off to a hot start. Which I don't see that against Bauer. You got two righties in this game. You got Cubs lineup that against him. Uh, let's see. Who's batting the best against Bauer? Rizzo's doing 4-6-2 against him. With 13 at-bats. So that's pretty good. Um... Jason Kipnis, only two at-bats. He's 500 on that game. So, I mean, that's pretty good, too. But uh, most of the Cubs batters aren't doing well in many tries against Bauer. And then you got to look at uh, Cincinnati batters versus Darvish. Um, Some of these guys are actually pretty good against Darvish. But Darvish is a little bit better than people give him credit for, and he's pretty much striking guys out at will. So, you know, in this game, definitely be careful. Be weary of playing in over here or putting money on the Cubs here to win. Be weary of that. So let's give out what the lines look like here. Chicago's a favorite, minus 151 favorite. That's a healthy favorite. That's healthy. Cincinnati plus 139 dog over under is set at six and a half under six and a half. So you got over six and a half minus 103 under six and a half minus 117. That's low, man. Uh, but you still want to stay away from that because you got two hot pitchers in there. Cincinnati plus one and a half on the run line minus 170. Chicago Cubs minus one and a half plus 150 on the run line. None of these spots are too enticing. Like I said, you want to be careful taking the over here with these type of pitchers at this level of pitching. You want to be careful taking the money line for the Cubs. It's great value, but at minus 151, something about that number throws me a little bit off. Um, Something tells me Cincinnati wins today. Something tells me they win, that Darvish does well, but he gets a second loss, and uh, he does pitch the five innings, but he does end up with with a second loss on his record. And I think Cincinnati plus 139, I I believe that cash is for you. Cincinnati is a team that surprises. They're a team that they're, as far as stat wise, they're even with the Cubs in many aspects of the game. Um, and I don't see uh, the Cubs dominating or doing enough to distance themselves from Cincinnati today. I see Cincinnati keeping it close. They have the hitting to do it. They have good pitching out there. It's going to be a fun game. But I think the Cubs go down today. I think the Cubs go down to Wrigley. I think Cincinnati walks away with that one. And I I feel like they do by like two runs. Like they win that game by two runs. Cincinnati does. Next game. Houston Astros versus the Oakland Athletics. 8-10 p.m. These are two teams that everybody is really ripping when you go to Twitter. you have seen a lot of people ripping into the athletics. You got Houston run line plus one and a half minus one thirty. Athletics run line minus one and a half plus one ten. No juice there. No juice there for me. I'm not interested. Houston plus one fifty six on the money line. Oakland minus one sixty nine on the money line the over's 9 plus 100, the under's 9 minus 120. You got to look who's on the mound before you start messing around with that. You got to know who's going to be at whose neck in this game. And you got a pitcher for the Athletics gives up a lot of runs, Lizardo, left-hander. Um this is a guy that can give you a good 4 innings and then just like he did against the Padres, Gives it up. Um, he did well against Houston earlier in the month. So got to give him credit for that. Uh, Garcia, right-handed pitcher, coming out there for the Strohs. Um, I'm not high on him. Uh, I think that he, quite frankly, is going to give up a lot of runs. Uh, uh, Oakland's never batted against him before. He's not pitched against the, this type of lineup or this type of competition. Um, Houston against Lizardo, Uh Guys really haven't had a lot of cracks at him, so it's not really fair to say. But one guy that's done really well that's actually been flawless um, is your Yuli Garil. I hope I said that right. He's had two at-bats against him. He's had a home run and two runs batted in. So he's flawless against uh Lazardo. So tonight, Astros Athletics. This is my second biggest game of the night. Because I like both teams. I like what the athletics bring to the table. I like what the Astros bring to the table as far as hitting. And they're very well co- uh, hitting coach team. Do not think for one second they're not. If you're an Athletics fan, you have a really good team in front of you. If you're an Astros fan, you have a really good team in front of you. Don't let a 22-21 record fool you or a 25-15 and 15 record fool you. I'm telling you, that all goes out the window when you win. All you're trying to do is win games. So, Oakland comes in as a very heavy favorite, and I don't like that. Um, I think Houston can score just as well as about anybody. And I like the over 9 plus 100. I like that. I think that's awesome. Because I think Lizardo is going to give up a few tonight. And I know Garcia is going to give up a few tonight. What happens is, is if they both give up a few, then the bullpen comes into play. So pitching-wise, ERA for the Stros is 16th. At 4.58. Oakland's going up against a pretty fresh pitcher here that they've never seen before. Um, So they're just going to, they're they're not really going to be thinking much about it. I think Oakland's going to do well today. But I also think Houston's going to score quite a few runs. Um, Houston's, like I said, they're very well coached. And they even out with Oakland on a lot of the stat lines here. With hitters in position, Houston is 22nd. Oakland's 5th. Earned run average like I said third is Oakland. Uh 16th is Houston. I like the over. There's a great case to be made for the over here. You got Lazardo who's trying to dig himself out of a rut. You got Garcia who's a fresh pitcher who the the Athletics are not worried about. All they're thinking about is how many home runs can we hit off this guy? And I think you're going to have a big splash in this game at the over 9. I think it's like 13 or 14 honestly where this game goes by the end of it Um, could see extra innings here because like I said, Oakland's not a team that normally blows teams out of the water. They're not, they, they really, they have, they've had a lot of grind out wins this year. So I like the over. That's my bet for that game. Plus 100. That's going to cash. That's going to bring you some money in. You're going to have all the McChickens, all the Wendy's you want. Dodgers versus Diamondbacks is the 840 PM central time. Start. 31-12 Dodgers. Uh, this team is unreal, man. And the, the Diamondbacks are 15-28. They're just a they're they're just out there just going through the motions. The Diamondbacks are just going through the motions. They've unloaded guys off their team already. Their pitching's ugly. I mean, this is so easy for the Dodgers. Minus 285 money line. There's nothing to be made there. Um Arizona plus 253. No chance. Over nine minus one twenty. Under nine plus one plus one hundred. Sorry. I like the over there. Um I just don't see the diamondbacks hanging in this game for long. Minus one and a half, minus one seventy two odds for the Dodgers on the run line. On the run line for the diamondbacks, plus one and a half, plus one fifty two on the run line. You have to look at the mound. You don't want to overlook who's pitching. And what do you know, Kershaw's on the mound for the Dodgers, 5-1 and on the year, 1.50 ERA, 41 strikeouts against Taylor Clark, right-handed pitcher for the D-backs, who stepped in the rotation after an injury to Merrill Kelly. Um, he's allowed last outing, three runs on six hits. Oh, yeah, buddy. The over's going through tonight. It's an over day, that's for sure. It's an overnight for sure one twenty over nine I mean this Taylor Clark guy I'm not high on this dude um and I think Kershaw pitches seven six or seven innings here I don't think he gets into trouble until late and I think the Dodgers run it up on Clark uh they go through that rotation pretty quickly and they're in their bullpen in no time by the fourth third by the third inning. Third or fourth inning, I think Diamondbacks are going to be trying to get in their bullpen and get, get Clark out of there. Save him. That's what I see happening. I, I don't see this Dodgers team slowing down right now, especially against this guy. Um, and I'm not confident that Arizona is going to do really much in that game. But I like the over because I think the Dodgers run it up. I really do. I think Arizona get a run or two. but I think the Dodgers can get nine or ten runs just themselves. So next game. p.m. Central Time start. Mariners versus the Giants. I I like the Mariners. I like this Mariners team. They're they're making up games from COVID-19. And I'm I'm glad guys are healthy and and, and getting back at it. But this Giants team is very underrated. No one's paying attention to this Giants team unless you're on the West Coast or you're a Giants fan. No one's paying attention to this team. No one cares. They're like, whatever, dude. The Giants, man. We don't care. They're sending uh, their left-hander out. Tyler Anderson, he's 1-3 and three on the year. Uh, 5.18 ERA. It's just abominable. It's ugly. It doesn't look good. That's over his last six starts. Um, they think, the little side note here, they think that uh, his struggles are related to facts that he faced the D-backs in three consecutive outings. I don't see why that matters. Nick Margarivius, left-handed pitcher, for the Mariners, 3.86 ERA, 23 strikeouts. He's not that good. He's just flat out not that good. Um, and I expect a lot of runs to be scored. San Francisco batters really haven't seen this guy much. And Seattle batters really, besides Kyle Seager and D. Strange Gordon, haven't really seen Anderson. So both teams really haven't seen each other. Uh, these Both teams haven't seen these pitchers before. So. I look at this game, I'm seeing that these pitchers are pretty much duds, okay? I mean, they're they're pretty much duds. It's not hard to come up with a conclusion here. Over 9 plus 100, that's going to land. That's going to land, no doubt, because both teams are going to be able to score runs. I like how the Mariners' offense works, and I like how the Giants' offense works. Um, You're going to see runs in this game. Plus 1.5, minus 155 odds on the run line for the Mariners. Minus one and a half, plus one thirty-five odds uh for the Giants. Money line plus one twenty eight. Mariners, minus one thirty-eight Giants. I like the Mariners a little bit more today. But I do my money would be over nine. Plus one and plus one hundred. The under nine is my minus one twenty. Um runs per game. Giants are six, opposed to Mariners twenty-first. But you gotta remember Mariners are making up games. They they don't have the same amount of games played. So They've done a lot of that, and they're starting to get back in the the swing of things, so I'm really happy about that. Um, Stolen bases, the Mariners are first. So when Mariners get on base, they get guys to move around. And then they're 14th when, when guys are in scoring position. So this is a team that really piece works together runs. Then you got the Giants, who are just little... Kind of the more explosive team, obviously. But they're a team that they'll just knock it out of the park a couple times with guys on base. So I I like the over. I think this is a great opportunity to make a lot of money tonight on the over. I only gave out, what, one or two unders to you? So, I mean, come on. This is a great opportunity here. And I really don't think you want to miss it up. And breaking news to you, Milwaukee's up 15-0 on the Detroit Tigers. uh, Top of the 7th. What an ugly game for the Detroit Tigers that is. Great game for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brew Crews not look good this year, so they needed something to get that team motivated. But back on the Mariners, the Giants, before we move into the last game, White Sox-Pittsburgh. My favorite game, but not my my game of the night, but my favorite game, obviously, because I'm a Sox fan. But a White Sox fan. I like the Mariners. I... I, I say their pitcher's not that good, this uh, Margevious. I've watched him before, and he just didn't impress me. But it doesn't mean he doesn't have a good night. I'm just saying that against San Francisco team that's pretty hot, and likes to blast runs out of the park, 11th in home runs, batting average third, on-base percentage seventh, slugging percentage fifth. I don't want to go too much against that. And I don't really want to get burned on the money line because Seattle couldn't piece work together runs so I like over over is a great value here and I, I think the books don't understand kind of what exactly is going to take place in this game which is hard to do but they're forecasting a game that goes under nine minus 120 so they think okay yeah it's pretty much going to go under nine I don't think that at all I think this goes pretty far over nine plus 100 I think by like the six or seventh inning the the books will have this Higher than nine. And at that point, you've missed your you, The train has left the station. Next game, last game we're going to talk about here. This is a 6.05 p.m. Central Time start. We got Dunning on the mound for the White Sox, 26 and 16 White Sox. My favorite team in the MLB, uh, in my mind, they're, they're the best team right now. And they're playing against Pittsburgh with Brubaker on the mound. We've talked about him before. 14 and 26 Pittsburgh Pirates. They're a team that struggled, flat out struggled. They had a good game yesterday against the Sox. They scored five. Sox scored four. Um, and Pittsburgh really was just hanging on for dear life in that game. They 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 really had. I mean, every game's a must win, but they were really hanging on for dear life. I mean, their season is in serious jeopardy. Uh, the White Sox are looking to get back to their winning ways. Start stringing together those wins uh, for mid September. Coming into mid-September here. And the White Sox with Dunning on the mound. I feel very confident with Dunning. Brubaker is it's an interesting bit. He's an interesting guy. To say the least. I just don't trust him. Minus 149 money line for the White Sox. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's plus 138. Over 9, minus 106. Under 9, minus 114. So the under's favored. White Sox are minus one and a half, plus 100. Pittsburgh's plus one and a half, minus 120. It's been a while since the White Sox have lost back-to-back games, in large part due to their hitting and how well they hit the ball. I mean, they have so much talent when it comes to hitting the ball. I I do believe they are the most talented hitting team, and they have the most depth at hitting in all of MLB. And I I say that without a doubt. Um, I like the White Sox money line, minus 149. This should be more like minus 160, minus 170. So if you could get it at minus 149, or maybe you want to wait a little bit and let this game go by. Don't let it go too far by, though, because I think the Sox are going to jump out to an early lead. Maybe you want to wait an inning or two innings. I think that's okay. And then you get the White Sox uh, money line a little bit better. But minus 149, you don't have to put down that much juice to make a good profit here. And with Dunning on the mound, um, the White Sox, Um, bullpen really stepping up lately and the hitting just looks good. We lost yesterday, but we still got runs. It wasn't like we got blown out. It was five to four against a Pittsburgh team. That's just desperate for anything good to happen right now. And the white Sox are playing more, a little more confident. I like their vibe. I like what this team has to offer. So I'm all white Sox tonight on the money line. And, uh, it's for good reason. It's for really good reason. Um, Brubaker, interesting pitcher, man. I just, I don't think he's going to have a good game against this White Sox team. Uh, we got McCann. I know McCann's in the lineup tonight. He's catching. I mean, the White Sox just have so many sluggers to choose from. So I, I just have to roll with the Sox here. I think they're going to get up. I think they're going to put up that 27th win of the season. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've went through every game. I gave in you. I've given you some really good betting spots. Some insight um some just powerful information you can use to go on and make your own picks and make a lot of money cuz I want to see you make money. That's the biggest part of this show is to try to inspire you to make money. And uh for any questions or comments, follow me on Twitter at uh prestons day off. Also go to fancypreston.com. You can listen to this podcast, you can uh read a lot of the things I write. I try to post up there as frequently as possible. Um, I'm always active. You can always reach out to me if you need to talk about sports or anything like that. No problem. Um, and this is Preston's Super Show. I really enjoy doing it. I really enjoy you all being here. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening. And just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Best of luck, everyone.